What's up, food friends? It is the 4th of July. Happy birthday to America. We are over here celebrating our country's independence with fireworks, lots of food, probably pools. And if you're on the other side of the world, it's a different temperature. And I'm going to share that sunshine with you here audibly since you guys are probably cold and cloudy over there. Anyways, it's 4th of July. It's also my son's birthday. He's so cute. He thinks the fireworks in America are for him on his birthday. And you know what? I'm going to let him believe it. Everybody needs one person in their life that thinks they that you are like the most wonderful, powerful, influential human being on the planet that you can become the next president or prime minister. I mean, we all need someone like that. And in the case of my boys, it is totally going to be their mom. I am their number one fan. All right, whether you are here in America celebrating with me and my son or you are on the other side of the world, I want to welcome you to July. We are here halfway through the year. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Today's episode is something I'm really excited to unpack for you guys. We're going to be talking about food freedom and fitness goals. How do they align? Do they even align? Where might they clash? And how can we discern some of this so we know where to take action and we can feel confident trusting the process? This one hits close to home for me, so I'm really excited to talk about it. Okay, but before I dive in, I have told you guys, I got a big announcement and I'm so excited. I'm going to share it with you guys here today. Believe it or not, I've been here with y'all in the podcasting world for a year and a half now. It's crazy. It's flown by. (laughs) But what I've found is that many of you are in this place where you've either done the Food Foundations work, you've already taken the course, or maybe you started your empowered eating journey before you found this podcast. And so you come here and this helps you along your journey, but you've kind of done like this base work. Maybe you've already embraced some intuitive eating. You may not feel like totally comfortable in your body, but you're definitely more confident than you used to be. And you're ready for what's next. You're ready to take your nutrition to the next level. I'm so excited, friends. I'm going to be launching Next Level Nutrition. This will be a 10-week group mastermind coaching program with accountability, nutrition training and mentoring, fitness guidance, and a step-by-step plan to get you there. I'm so stoked about this. And the reason I'm so stoked about it is because I was where you all were about six years ago. I had done a lot of work on my relationship with food how I care for my body, and then I found myself still wanting to feel physical strength and energy boost. Like I knew I needed to integrate more intentional eating, but I wasn't quite sure how to do it, especially with this history of disordered eating and what I know about diet culture. I didn't want to go back to that. I wanted to have energy to keep up with my kids, to be a working mom, you know, do all the things. I wanted to feel better in my body. And this wasn't coming from a place of insecurity or fat phobia anymore. Instead, it more had to do with wanting to be the healthiest, strongest version of myself so I can age well and be in this life for the long haul. I mean, I want to be alive, present, and energetic every day that I'm here. And hopefully, that will be well into my 80s, maybe even beyond. I needed a plan that didn't bring back any nutrition or weight obsession And at the same time, it challenged me to grow and be healthier. Friends, walking this journey was challenging. It was super eye-opening, but most of all, it was worth it. And that's why I'm so excited to connect and lead a group of you who are also on this mission, yet not knowing exactly where to start. We are going to be hitting health goals without going back to diet culture or losing that food freedom that you've worked so hard to come to while we stay connected to what we value the most. And we're going to use this platform to grow and push past a lot of the obstacles that have held us back in the past. We've dieted for years. We know it doesn't stick, so we can't go back to that. 
Maybe you've tried things like the low-carb detox quick fix options, but you know they always take you back to where you started, and then you get frustrated, and then you get mad at yourself, and then you think something's wrong with you. No, nothing's wrong with you. (laughs) It's the plan. It's like you finally decided you can't go back to dieting, and you've embarked on this food freedom journey, and yet you don't understand like how does it all come together to create the healthiest version of you. Friends, I remember being there and I am so excited to support you in this next phase of your health journey. So if you are ready to take your nutrition to the next level, to finally hit those goals, level up your confidence, we are going to map out nutrition plans the easy, sustainable way. Can you imagine if you were able to stay in this food freedom space and start hitting health goals? Or if you were able to know what to eat every single day without sacrificing the fun foods you enjoy and still start to feel some of these benefits of intentional eating and strong nutrition. If you knew how to prep, plan, execute a lifestyle of eating and exercise in less time, because that's what we're after. Who has more time? (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Guys, we will be experimenting on how to integrate exercise that you actually enjoy and then learn how to eat around those specific workouts to maximize your workouts. What if you understood nutrition on a deeper level from an emotional and scientific perspective and you were able to have me in your back pocket to encourage you every single week? You don't have to do this alone and we're going to do it together with a sisterhood of anti-diet culture women who are also on this mission of becoming the healthiest version of themselves. I am so excited to connect with you all. I've been running groups for over 12 years now, but this will be the first time I'm launching it in this space. So because of that, I'm going to keep the group small so that I can have adequate and extra time with each of you so that your program can be customized specific to your needs. So space is very limited. On top of that, we will be offering this at a discounted price for the first rollout. If you are thinking, yes, this is me. I want Jess in my back pocket. I want a customized nutrition plan. I'm ready to take my nutrition to the next level, but I don't want to go back to the crazy macro counting or the obsession, but I know there's something next. Head on over to jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. You can learn more there or reserve your spot today. Again, space will be very limited. So if you know that's you, get on it today. Get your reservation started. We are going to launch this on August 22nd. All right, let's go ahead and gear up for this episode today. Can food freedom and fitness goals coexist? Where to take action and how to trust the process. Super excited for this one, friends. Hey, awesome. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I know you're ready to stop falling into diet culture traps and finally put together a realistic plan on how to boost your energy. You might feel stuck because you can't quite kick the chocolate habit. The whole body love thing isn't getting the job done. Or maybe you're at an impasse because you are pushing it in the gym, but you can't figure out how and what to eat. How many times have you Googled best diet and found that the latest trend has failed you? Hey girl, I'm Jess registered dietitian, wife, mama, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I too used to be stuck in the cycle of insecurity and never feeling like my body was good enough. Then I tried to fix it with food only to end up right back where I started. I did some really hard work. I found food freedom, but then I was confused on how to eat healthy and get fit without falling back into diet culture crazy. I wish someone would have taught me the difference between discipline and obsession. I wanted to be the healthiest version of myself by balancing healthy eating with food freedom. 
like how do I actually eat healthy, get fit, and have donuts with my kids? It wasn't until I figured out this awesome balance between discipline and permission, the art of intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility. The empowered eating model was born. Here on the show, we nix diet culture while creating values-based health goals. We reconnect with how our body responds to food through biofeedback, all the while figuring out a plan on how to get healthy and fit without sacrificing the most meaningful parts of life. Sustainability doesn't mean never eating your favorite foods again. I mean, pizza is life, right? (laughs) We are here to finally not just feel comfortable, but confident in our body. I am so excited to fuel your awesome with empowered eating. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and grab my three steps to empowered eating guide totally free or hop onto my e-course food foundations to get the step-by-step deets on how I got here. All right, you ready to take your inner awesome to the next level? So grab that cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes because girl, it's time to go. Hey friends, okay, so before I dive in today, I just want to give a little disclaimer. This is my journey and my take on this, and while I hope it resonates with you, I just want to say right off the bat, it's okay if it doesn't. (laughs) My hope is that by sharing my journey, it either resonates with you and inspires you, or maybe you feel some conflict and it puts you on a different path. Either way, I think, actually I know, there are things you can take away from it, and I'm hoping it inspires and amplifies your own health journey and process. Okay, so this whole topic of food freedom and fitness goals. Can they coexist? And how do I know when to take action and trust the process? This is actually the whole motive behind me launching Next Level Nutrition, which I talked about at the beginning. And it's because I had this question myself, like, can I embark on fitness goals while staying in food freedom? The empowered eating model, this was birthed in the conversation of exactly this with my colleague, Bryn Anthony. You guys have been tuning in for a while. You've heard her on this podcast. Bryn is just the most amazing human being and fellow RD. She's also an eating disorder specialist, but she and I were having this conversation and I was talking to her about some of my own like struggles with my own fitness journey and how I wanted to embark on some of these new goals. And, you know, I'm a sports dietitian, so I have all these like cool nutrition nuggets on how you can biohack the body and get stronger and maybe change up metabolism. But I was like, I also treat eating disorders and sometimes it can feel like these two worlds collide. And then personally, as I'm getting closer to 40, friends, things are changing. And, you know, I have women that I work with and friends that are in their later 40s, 50s, and even 60s. And word on the street is these changes that I'm feeling now are just the beginning. So I was in this place where I really wanted to learn how to navigate nutrition intentionally using the knowledge that I have with these new goals in mind. But I don't want to go anywhere near diet culture. Like I can't go back to that. I don't want the gimmicks and I don't want the obsession with a certain body type, but is it all diet culture? So after lots of personal reflection and professional guidance, I finally come to this place where I feel really good about this balance. And this is what empowered eating is. It's laying that foundational work of your values, getting acquainted with your own biofeedback, and then using the nutrition knowledge that you can either find on your own or you maybe you're working with me and I'm sharing that with you, but using all three of these to overlap to be an empowered eater. And so when we look at it from this angle, yes, yes, they can coexist. We can have goals like weight gain or weight loss that require targeted nutrition, but it's not going back to this obsession with food. All right, so I have a couple steps on how to embrace and start working towards some of these food or fitness goals 
But before we do that, I have a couple of like foundational blocks we need to lay down. And I want to lay these down because they're going to help us return to some of those fitness or food goals without going back to diet culture. It's such a fine line and I don't want it to be a slippery slope for you. Okay, so number one on this foundational stone we have to lay is that we have to refuse to idolize the thin ideal or the strong ideal or the young ideal over holistic health. So in other words, when we embark on some of these new goals, we have to remember that while some body changing might be a part of the goal, that is not what we are idolizing. And this is where we can pull our faith in, right? Where we're treating our body as a holistic temple instead of looking at it as like my silhouette is the outcome, right? We know there's so much more going on inside of our body. There's so much more we're doing with our body. And while we may be monitoring something on the outside, that's not the whole picture. So determining what your goals are and being sure that they're rooted in better health and more energy and serving your purpose instead of insecurity is going to be really important to do at the foundational level. And then the second foundational truth we have to hold on to here is recognizing that not all healthy foods or decisions or goals are based in diet culture. And this is going to be a little bit more of your permission slip to grow and try new things. So I always use the example of the donut victory. Now, when I say donut victory, and I just laid out here on this microphone, so many of you are going to hear that and your idea of what would be a victorious or successful encounter with a donut is different. And one thing we need to quit doing is assuming that everyone's on the same page or trying to recruit people to our page. Friends, we all have a unique journey and the best thing we can do is try our best and celebrate each other's success even if it's different than ours. So going back to this donut victory, some of you might find that you know, walking into a break room with a donut and learning to go without, that's hard for you. And that better serves your whole health. And let's celebrate that. For others, it might be having a whole donut. And the hardest part is having that whole donut without feeling like you have to pay for it or work out more. And if you do that and that's the challenge, okay, we celebrate that. Another donut victory might be learning to have like some of the donut and stopping when you're full or when you feel your body kick in and you feel the blood sugar spike. Each of us have a different definition of what our donut victory looks like, but we have to stop with these all or nothing food approaches. I'm super passionate about this, and this is why I really struggle with a one-size-fits-all stamp on nutrition because it just doesn't work that way. And this is why you'll see in every single one of my programs, there is a customized or individualized piece because I just know we're not all the same. (laughs) Okay, so with those two foundational truths, those are the cornerstones here, we can now step into this idea that fitness goals and food freedom goals can coexist. So I've got three steps for you here in going back to some of these goals without going back to diet culture. Number one, is first of all, we need to define what food freedom means to us. Based on my definition, food freedom is the ability to eat freely without stress or guilt. So it's not necessarily talking about eating what you want all the time. Rather, it's eating without the urgency of agenda. Like not every single food I eat has to be fulfilling a purpose. I may just be eating a bagel because it tastes good, right? It may not be because I'm hungry or may just be because I want to. To me, that is food freedom. Now taking food freedom to the next level is empowered eating. This is going to be the blueprint for connecting your values and your biofeedback to intentional eating. 
And this is where we can transition more into those fitness goals. So the number one is define food freedom. Number two is define health. There's a major reason why I spend so much time with my clients defining health. We are bombarded with messages from others, from medical providers, from family members on what we should be to be healthy. And really, it's up to us. Like, we get to define that. You get to write your own health definition. I have a whole module on this in my Food Foundations e-course because I think it's so crucial to our journey. We have to know where we stand. We have to have a solid food foundation in order to take those next steps of intentional eating. So once we have this definition of food freedom and this definition of health, then we can look at the fitness goal or the food goal. Maybe it's a physique goal or a body composition goal, or maybe it's a performance goal. You have an event coming up that you want to do really well on. Whatever that goal is, write it out. Then I want you to hold it up against the backdrop of these two definitions. Like how does it compare and how does it go, how is it going to fit in to how you've defined food freedom and your definition of health? And from there, we have to also consider your current capacity and your circumstances. Make sure you have the time, the energy, and the capacity to put energy into this goal. I have an awesome example of this this week. It happened in perfect time for this episode. I have been working with this client for several years. In the last couple years, it's been more off and on because she did find food freedom and she became super healthy. So she'd only pop in every once in a while, which I absolutely love when clients get here. It's just, it's so exciting to me. But anyways, she came back in and she was like, Jess, you know, I've got wedding dress shopping on the agenda and I really would love to lose some weight and tone up my arms. So I feel like I look stronger and better in my wedding dress. But I don't know, is that diet culture? Is that bad that I want to do that? And I was like, well, I don't know. Let's find out. It's not, as always, it's not an easy answer, but let's have some discussion around it. So I asked her, well, what do you think it would take for you to get, you know, stronger and have more muscle mass so you reached the goal of what you would want to look like by the time your wedding came around? She's like, well, realistically, I would probably need to start working with a trainer weekly and add all these exercises in and probably be about, you know, three to five hours a week. And I said, okay, how does that feel? She's like, yeah, this feels okay. I'm not totally opposed to it. And I said, okay, from the nutrition angle, here's what we'd have to do. And I laid it out for her. And I said, how do you foresee that fitting into the next three or four months while you're planning your wedding? Is that something that you would like to commit energy to? And she was like, no, <laughs> that sounds horrible. I want to enjoy this time with my fiance and looking for wedding venues and being with family. So she ultimately came to the decision that in this case, food freedom outweighed the fitness goal and she didn't want to do it. And that was so great. I'm so glad she came to that because then she doesn't have to waste time in the next few months feeling like she should lose weight for her wedding dress and then feeling like she failed. And so, yeah, it was just a really great place to come to. So test out your fitness goal. Lay it against the backdrop of your overall definition of health and food freedom and line that up with your capacity. See where it lands. Maybe you're like this client who decides the fitness goal really doesn't fit or maybe you decide it does fit. So another example is, I'm working with someone on weight loss and she's been really committed for about 10 weeks now. She's getting ready to go on vacation next week. So I laid it out with her. I said, okay, there's three ways we can do this. On the one hand, we can just say food freedom, enjoy your vacation. We'll pick it up when you come back. Number two is to work on maintenance and we can set some goals and targets, but understand that maybe your progress towards your weight loss goal doesn't continue and we're going to be okay with that. Or three, we continue with your weight loss goal, but understand that some sacrifices will likely be made on your trip. And if we look at your overall definition of health, how does that line up? Like, how does that feel to you? 
And she ultimately decided that she wanted to continue on her goal. She's going on this trip with some girlfriends. It's not really a food-focused trip. They're going to be by the beach so she can go out walking. They're going to do a lot of shopping. So in her mind, she said, you know, I've worked so hard this 10 weeks. I want to continue moving forward. And I'm willing to do this while on vacation. And I don't feel like I'm going to go without. Like I would be more upset if I came back and lost momentum that I've really worked hard to gain in working towards my goal. So in her case, we decided to continue moving forward. Now, if I look at both these cases, they chose different paths in terms of their fitness goals. However, they stayed within their food freedom. And going back to my definition of food freedom, I believe food freedom is the ability to eat without guilt and the ability to be free in the food choices we are making and feel empowered And like we're in control of that. And so in my client's case who's getting married, you know, she knew that if she got hypervigilant and obsessive about food, there was going to be a lot of guilt and shame that came with that because she was going to be taking time away from her fiance. It was going to take energy away from her family and just the joy of that time in her life. And so in her case, she chose food freedom over a fitness goal and decided to go ahead and maintain. Now, in the case of my weight loss client, If she were to go on this vacation, taking some of her previous habits or tendencies, which was to go eat, you know, anything and everything, that would actually not be in alignment with her food freedom or her empowered eating goals because she's not aligning that with her values. She would be eating things feeling like she was cheating herself because she had worked so hard to get herself to a certain spot. So after the discussion with her, she actually was feeling very empowered about going on vacation and maintaining the food plan that we had mapped out because she was feeling like no guilt with that, right? She didn't feel deprived. She knew that if she had gone and just let loose and kind of done whatever, go with the flow without eating intentionally, there would have been more guilt associated with that. So in her case, she was able to stay in the space of food freedom because it's the freedom she chose with food, right? It's a goal that's in alignment with her values, something that's not rooted in insecurity or diet culture. She wants to be there wholeheartedly. And because of that foundation, she's able to be in food freedom on vacation and not feel like she's missing out by continuing to eat intentionally. So anytime we're trying to add in a new goal, whether it's in the fitness realm or the diet realm, I think there's always this fear of failure. Like what if I fail? What if it doesn't work? I've tried everything before. And what if I do this thing? If I fail this time, like all hope is lost. Using these steps, like defining food freedom, defining health, doing that foundational work, friends, what it does is it allows us to stay out of that shame spiral because We know the why behind our how, and we're able to stay focused on what really matters. We're not doing this out of insecurity. We're not setting goals to improve our health or change our body composition or improve our performance. We're not doing that because someone else told us we need to. We're doing it because we've done the self-evaluation and the deeper work and set that goal internally in alignment with our values. If you're a faith-based person, I definitely invite you to pull your faith in there and ask God what he thinks about your health journey and where he wants you to be. And when we do this, the action phase comes. The action phase is those simple steps that we have struggled in the past to stick to. We can't seem to get through them because they bring discomfort or they're inconvenient. Friends, the action phase starts to build and gain momentum on itself because we've laid that foundational work. And when we've laid that foundational work, trusting the process just comes naturally. If you're struggling with trusting the process, I do have a few tips 
write down your process. Write it down every single day. Reflect on your previous days because this is going to help you see where you've adapted and adjusted along the way in your health journey. And then finally, get accountability. Get someone in your corner. I would love to be that person, but if it's not me, get a friend, get a family member, get someone who is there in your journey with you and can reflect some of the things that you may not be seeing. One of the best things you can do is have this whole health vision statement mapped out and have somebody reminding you to go back to that because that is going to help you ultimately trust this process along the way. And here's the thing when you do that, I bet wherever you are in your health journey, I bet you're actually closer to the health definition, that healthier version of you than you think you are. Sometimes it just takes an outside perspective to be able to see that. Friends, I hope today helped give you some permission to move forward on some of the challenges that you're wanting to embark on. Whatever that goal is for you, let's get clear about what food freedom means to you and let's most of all map out your definition of health so that when you set these goals and you start taking action, you're going to be able to trust the process because you're clear. You know your foundations. You know how you stand. If you guys want help with this, you know I would love to be in your corner. I've got the Food Foundations e-course, but I do have that next level nutrition group coaching coming up, which I'm really, really excited because it's going to be live. I'm going to be there with you, encouraging you guys along the way. I cannot wait to be there with you in your corner. Friends, I hope you have a fabulous day. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.